0: all right y'all hey what's up what's up it's sugar here finally oh my gosh so my peoples they don't. we don't cut up with each other and we're gonna have a show tonight y'all sorry so we got started a little bit late i am natalie sugar brown your sugar here and uh this is my show for those who are uh new this is uh the natalie sugar brown show where i A woman boxer um, who's been in the industry, been there, done that, Um, has some good days at the office and some bad days at the office. But just know this girl, this gal was in it to win it. And so this is my platform now to give you guys the authentic insights of a woman boxer and what goes on in women's boxing what's going on in women's boxing for you all who's keeping up with it okay so um i always say this to my audience um ask me just ask me ask me what you need to ask me ask me anything you don't have to know about women's boxing to chime in on the natalie sugar brown show we're having a conversation a nice, good old organic sweet conversation about how the women out here do the sweet science of boxing, okay, so uh tonight's show um the th- show is catching up from last week. y'all know sugar had um. Sugar was at a rave last week, okay? I had me a time, I had me a time, and I had to tune in, you guys, because they went and stole my show time, and I couldn't do the show uh, uh, last week. So I gave you guys a, a, a like a preview of what we want to talk about, what we're going to talk about uh, tonight's show. And so tonight's show is called The Gag is Ordered and i I, you know that that's the topic um i i i um i chose that as the title because um there's a lot there there's a lot going on um uh out front okay so there's a lot of stuff painted the picture's been painted but um the gag is what's happening in the on in the background okay and i want you guys to know about this because what glitters ain't gold okay and what gold what's gold might be fool's gold and i want y'all to be abreast of that because i want the right people making the money out here okay and uh i don't i don't see where um they setting up for the right people to be making this money that women's boxing is making out here, okay? Now I always say this, right? This this ain't no sugar. Co- this show is not sugarcoated, sh- sugarcoating. And I mean, there are many women fighters out here to talk about, okay? But we talking about? I mean, there the, the, there's the 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 subjects or the the women that I bring forward is are the ones who uh they're they're a bit more popular. And they, what they do is um, they play out what, they they actually are playing out what the issues are. And so I can spotlight it better um, with these gals than, or these broads, um, better than those who don't really have a name as yet because uh to have a name in this business nowadays uh you you're only one fight away you know so um my lovely assistant put together a little slideshow and so lovely assistant can you drop the first image please all right so you guys um this image right here right here is about this matchup uh terry harper versus cecilia break okay and y'all know i i mean I, I need to get off her neck but um terry harper is that it ain't terry harper either it's about it's cecilia i call her the bag lady right because uh check out the check out the previous episode right um Cecilia Breakers is a crone now. And y'all know at this point, for those who are true, y'all know what a crone is. But for those who are new, I'm going to explain quickly, briefly. So a crone in this business is a, a, a female fighter who is over 35 years old. Okay, so she is matured. In, in the industry and, and you know she's her her um her muscles are solid and her teeth are long and that doesn't necessarily mean that she is um past her prime as a matter of fact um, being a prone a, a a crone between the ages of um, between thirty five and I would say forty one is uh, a woman boxer's actual prime. Uh, because they've matured and they've developed into the fighter that they have been working all the years previously to be, okay? So Cecilia Bracos is a crone now. Uh, She's 41 years old, and she's fighting Terry Harper. Um, The gag is, okay, so the thing about this matchup is these are two... um, Cecilia Brecas is a crone who got dethroned by uh, her 147 welterweight um, reign for I think it I mean I think it was damn near um, 20 years <laughs> um, reign of of being the undisputed um, women's welterweight champion. Uh, her reign was uh, dethroned. She was dethroned by. Uh, Jessica McCaskill, who I mean, I'm just waiting to see what the shenanigans are because uh, she's um, I think she's <laughs> it's, I, I mean, what it looked like is she's waiting us out because she think we gonna forget that, um she's not supposed to be no one hundred forty seven champion because she decided to try to go down to 140 pounds and fight Chantel Cameron uh, to be uh, the undisputed junior welterweight champion. So 140 pounds junior welterweight or super lightweight championship. And so when you're a champion of one division and you go down to challenge a contender, for titles in uh, another division especially a lesser weight that means you you um vacate your title you vacate your seat where you are because you're trying to take uh, another seat somewhere else right especially if you lose so she lost uh jessica mccaskill uh lost Uh, in the match uh, between her and uh Chantel Cameron, and um, now it's she's gone silent, she's gone silent, and I think her and um, well, you know, she's she acts, she's the robot for um, (laughs) her her manager and I think trainer uh, Ramos um they're just waiting until hopefully uh people forget or we forget that um that technicality has to be um that ha- has to be acknowledged and, and hope they're they're hoping that she can jump back and claim to be uh the welterweight champion but you know I digress these two uh here uh, Cecilia Brecas and Terry Harper are now matching up at 154 pounds okay so Terry Harper um, used to rally at um, I believe 130 pounds okay which is lightweight from what I understand okay so um rallying in 130 pounds and it looked like you know, the the making the weight was hard for her, and so she got knocked out by uh, the girl, the 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 girl who just had a wonderful showing performance, Alicia Baumgardner. Um, she fought uh, Ella McCauley and and dropped Ma- McCauley a couple times in the fight, showing that she is the the dominant. She, she is the dominant fighter in the ring. And although uh, Ellen McCaulid is a great contender, uh, she, she, uh, she was not ready. She wasn't ready to try to come test uh, the bomb, Alicia Mumgardner and, and, and take and take those belts off of her. So um, Terry Harper now in losing her footing as a champion, in uh, the lesser weight division, I believe of 130, uh, has moved up uh, almost 20 pounds to uh, middle weight, 154 pounds. And so you guys that know boxing should know that that's a substantial jump, okay? Uh, two pounds makes a difference in, in boxing. So to jump that high, um, and, and be a, a contender is is very um, impressive. And so Terry Harper is trying to now rally at this middleweight and she's, she's trying to now stand out in this weight division as uh, if not the champion as one of the uh, most dominant contenders uh, rated in this division. Now Cecilia us is a crone. She's been dethroned at 147, and it looks like um, that you know time has gotten to us. And uh, when you get the crone ship, y- you really don't feel like making no damn weight. <laughs> when you're in crone ship, you're like shit. I can fight. It ain't but a couple extra pounds. Let's get it. And <laughs> so I think that's what Cecilia uh, Bracus has done now, right? She's moved up to 154. I also think she knows that uh, going down to 147 would um, she would have to perform still, okay. And um, not even that she would have to perform against uh, McCaskill. I, I do believe uh, McCaskill's finances has helped her to uh, keep those titles, to keep her titles at 147, because um, um, the, there is, she has not shown, Jessica McCaskill has not shown where she is, um, sh- she is fighting um, the, the opposition that she should fight to make that weight division, uh, uh, um, uh, I don't wanna say respectable, but make that weight division uh, valuable right now, right? The contenders are who makes the division valuable. So if there are no contenders In a division that division loses its value because there's no bodies to generate interest and without interest ain't no money being put on the table. Okay, so 147 has become a weak division because these the champion has chosen to um, Fight or, or yeah, has chosen um, chosen to not um, extend herself in fighting the the opposition that brings value to her weight division. Right um, at this point in women's boxing, the value does um, the champion or the top contenders, the belt holders in the division. Do dictate the value of the di- division, right? So if you're a belt holder and you ain't busting a grape and you ain't fighting nobody and you on that bull jive, well, guess what? That's what your division's gonna be because no one's seeing what the value is. And your value, you are are just as good as your performance. Hence why uh, people you know pad records and, and fight tomato cans because they want people to think that they're fighting uh, the contenders in the division and uh, these contenders are, um, are, are not um, are not up to par, which the gag is, they're just not these champions just are not choosing the um, valuable opposition in their weight division. Okay, so um, I'm just going to outline what this matchup uh, is looking like. Okay, so Cecilia, um, well, Terry Harper is there on the left. Okay, and uh, like I said, Terry Harper is 26 years old. She's a young broad in the game. Okay, I didn't even realize she was that young. Um, so she has some time. She she got some time. She got she got a good ten years before she reaches crone ship. So uh, according to the industry and according to anyone who wants to um, invest into women's boxing, she is she would be um, the She would be the most, um, what word am I trying to find? She would be the most attractive uh, between the two because um, there is potential for longevity um, in her career. So she has more time to fight. And uh, she has more time to develop, and she has more time to bring money and and draw value to wherever she is, as long as she's moved properly, okay? And as long as she stays healthy, uh, physically and mentally, okay? So uh, then we go into her record. So her record, um, she has 13 wins, one loss by KO uh Alicia Bumgarner would her and uh one draw okay uh she's won six of her 13 victories by KO so she has a little bit she's i mean everyone i guess if you're not KOing anyone you're you're really not saying anything there are Now KOs are the thing, but when women's boxing was really authentic, it was hard to, it was hard to KO another broad, right? Um, because the, the earlier women or the old school women were actually getting in the ring with, um, opposition that was comparable to them who were very skilled, just like them, who trained just as hard as them. and it was more so not a A side B side BS type of thing. It was may the best woman win, right? Um, and and may the best woman win, meaning we're just we're just grateful that we have the opportunity to step into the ring. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna leave it all in here because um, women don't get this opportunity. So you, you're you gonna get the best out of both women in the old school at those times because they knew that uh, there, there was no place reserved for them. So this, this may very well be their last showing, okay? Um, Terry Harper is ranked number two in the UK in the, in her weight division of 154. And she's ranked number three in the world. Okay. So, um, top five, this is a top five contender, um, at this weight, not sure. Right. I, I guess, um, those who are chiming in, um, I want y'all to think about this, right. If you're, if, if, um, we're going by the rankings and what's on paper, you know, ask yourself, what does it take? What does it take for abroad to get ranked? What does it take for abroad to get that spot? Number two uh, in in her country, number three in the world. At this point, to be honest, all it takes is a phone call. Okay, (laughs) Um, I'm I'm gonna be quite honest. I think uh, BoxRec, who who is the, the I mean who is the um, the, the database for the fighters and, and all of this and all of that um, should should put more um, should put more prerequisites um, into w- why. Uh, they rank uh, a contender a certain way and how they rank contenders a certain way um and so Terry's last opponent uh was Hannah Rankin okay and Hannah Rankin uh kind of is is laying low she, she she had a victory but what she's known for is her previous uh showing, um, well, her previous victory over um, a fighter named Alessandra from, I believe uh, Alessandra was from Mexico where Alessandra was was beaten uh, into uh, a coma, well, beaten uh, so badly that they had to induce a coma, and she's never been the same since. Okay, so I think, um, uh, that that the fight there with uh, Hannah Rankin was mismanaged, and it it really put a black eye on all who were involved the 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 promoter of that fight, uh, the boxing commission, the referee, and all of that. So Hannah has had to step back out of her spotlight that she was trying to make, um, and 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 so. Uh, she's she has she only has her name hannah ranking right now but her name is on uh terry broad uh terry harper's receipt okay so terry harper has that victory and hannah rankin is a big she's a big broad okay she is a solid 154 she fought clarissa shields okay and y'all know clarissa it um, she got that O still, so that Clarissa beat Hannah Rankin, but uh, Hannah Rankin was a contender that danced the whole dance with Clarissa Shields. So if she's uh, Hannah Rankin is um, Terry, if Terry Harper is dancing the whole dance with uh, a fighter who's done the same thing with Clarissa Shields, now she's showing you what her value is at this weight. She's showing you guys that, hmm, you know, I'm moved up from lightweight and I'm dancing with the big broads, just like the champion uh, Clarissa's doing. So check on me, right? And so um, just wanna, uh, Bring some attention though to what the what the um, number that I want you to look at with this fighter Terry Harper. Terry Harper has um, she she has a good receipt. She 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 has items and um, they're they're moving her um, very good on paper, but at the end of the day, you are only as good as your fights or your last fights. And so um Terry Harper has a 40% KO rate. But her 40% KO rate, right, does not transfer over into what she does as a middleweight. Right? And this is this is the gag, right? Box wreck we gonna get to you we gonna get to talking to you because I gotta keep bringing you up Box rec has her k o percentage at forty percent, but the forty percent does not include her new weight division of one hundred fifty four pounds so you're looking at this fighter and you're like damn she she got a high k o rate for a female um but nobody checks the receipts, right? So the gag is in, not knowing that most of her KOs were from her, her initial um, entry into boxing at, at a much lighter division and lesser opposition. Okay, so she's valuable, but um, you 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 gotta check the receipt in order to. Um, really see the true value of this contender in the 154 weight division. So her being ranked number two in the uh, I mean, number three in the world at 154 pounds. That's very suspect. Okay, and what we want to do is we want to keep the industry honest. Right. That's what the sugar show is about. We we, uh, there. This is the platform. That we gonna we going dead all the bull jive, okay? So then we gonna go into gonna give you the rundown of Cecilia back us okay? The bad lady. I gotta sing it. Y'all, I gotta sing, I, I gotta sing it. She's been around all these years. Why not? Why why I can't sing her song? <laughs> wink wink, okay. That's uh that's me. I, I'm going to be open. Uh, that's me putting my foot on her neck, right? For for avoiding me all them years and 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 doing what she did uh where where she she stifled the good contenders um career, right? I mean it wasn't all about um me fighting Cecilia Breikos, but I mean, the champion makes it the division. So, damn. throw a bitch a bone. <laughs> anyway um so cecilia breakers okay been in the game for a very long time so her number gonna be big like she's gonna have a lot of items on her receipt and she's fought uh opposition in her weight division that's one thing cecilia breakers ain't gonna do she ain't she not gonna fight outside of no 147 you going. that 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 dial going going hit the number it's going to hit the number okay so cecilia breakers is technically a welterweight to middleweight real contender okay uh 37 victories 37 wins two losses (laughs) okay uh, and, and zero draws. I mean, you've been in the industry for all those years, all these years, you've had all these fights. This is women's boxing, y'all. And you ain't had no draw and you've had them. Okay. Okay. I guess. Okay. Um, uh, out of the 37, uh, victories, her, nine of Cecilia Breaker's victories have been KOs, but check the receipt of the KOs, okay? And you got to go even deeper because she, her, um, her people, her people orchestrated it nicely. Um, a lot of fighters are coming forward now about the shenanigans of going over to Cecilia Breaker because you had to go. She never left her porch you had to go over to her uh side of town or you got to ha- you had to fight her in her yard and uh the in fighting her you're going to fight the ref you're going to fight the commission. you're going to fight everybody when you step off that plane and when you start heading to the ring so right so they going to make sure they beat you up however they can before you actually get in the ring and then when you were getting when you're in the ring with Cecilia um you're fighting two people instead of one, right? Because that ref, uh, watch Cecilia break us his fights. <laughs> and, and and you'll definitely see um the ref tag team in uh, for, for 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 the bag lady for your girl there. It's quite interesting. Um and so Cecilia's last opponent. Uh, well, Cecilia is ranked number one in Norway. Okay, so she's always represented Norway. Well, she represented Germany at one time, um, and but she's ranked number one in Norway for sure. Now that's what's on record. Okay, and she's ranked number one in the world at 154 pounds. This is what I'm seeing on BoxRec. On BoxRec, y'all, I just don't understand how this, how how this this crone is ranked number one in a division that she's never actually fought in recently she has not fought in that division and i mean if she has it has been some time where other people have been actively fighting in this division right uh name so to speak natasha jonas so i don't understand y'all help me out so um her last opponent uh is uh marissa portillo and i've gone you know gone back into um i've gone back into the receipts but you know i mentioned this in a uh early sh- earlier show uh where um marissa portillo is is actually not even uh a middleweight right so she Uh, She rallies at as low as 125 or has rallied at as low as 125, 125 pounds. So, um, you know, handpicking oppositions so um, fighters can look relevant and can look valuable over, you know, and overlooking real contenders who are the actual weight who have actually put in the rounds and the work at that weight division that's cheating you know that's that's i i also did a um episode on matchmakers you know the 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 predators of women's boxing the matchmakers right um this is this is what um stinks up women's boxing um, people you guys out there and I love you guys so much. I love y'all because you're interested in what we do and 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 now there's a greater interest in uh, women who are fighting. but what what we lack now is the the education, right and and I'm hoping that y'all are interested enough to get some education from uh, us out here who are giving it about these uh, these women champions and contenders right because now everybody got a women's boxing show everybody's talking about everybody got a guest everybody got everyone's up and coming right um everybody is friends with everybody right but there's no one that's why uh, sugar has guests but sugar i mean i'm not sugar don't sugarcoat nothing right so i give everybody an opportunity to um by by not featuring and 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 showing just one face and having anyone on my show i'm giving everybody an opportunity a real opportunity to prove who they are by performing right um it's some bullshit we all been let let's 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 talk fight right let's talk about what what a fight really is okay growing up um sugar i mean no sugar was always a fighter okay and um it started in the schoolyard it it didn't it it didn't even really start in the schoolyard it actually started during break time at church (laughs) Yes, yes, right so um it was a great skill to whoop ass uh while keeping my church dress and my and my black or white Mary Jane's without scuffs on them right or or to keep my stockings not ripped but still whoop ass um you know in in between uh Sunday school break okay and then it went into it went to um, you know, the schoolyard and, and you know, it, it just, it just developed. And thank goodness it developed into something positive. Um, but my, my record speaks for itself, right? They weren't all wins, but everybody knew that uh, when, when Natalie, right, who was uh, Ruby's granddaughter, <laughs> um, who was uh, turned into Too Bad, then Miss Too Bad, then Sugar showed up she was going to fight and she was going to give it everything she got and she could fight right and she, she and she was going to perform everybody knows that everybody know that so win or lose I maintained my value right but now that the, the game has gotten bastardized warped especially women's boxing Um, they they're really um, robbing you guys the fans the beautiful people of the potential that um, there's so many varieties and variations of women like sugar uh, like other great contenders who behave badly and are good at it okay so um back yeah, back to to me talking about um cecilia okay so cecilia's last opponent um marissa portillo marissa portillo's um ko rate is um 10.53% right so this opponent that she was in the ring with has a, a a 10% KO rate and the 10%, um, you know, the double digit that KO rate came from when she was at a smaller weight. Okay. So she's fairly harmless at a bigger weight division, right? If, if, if you, if you're only, um, the, the, the formula goes, you know, you're a different fighter, uh, at a different weight right you're not it, it's 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 a um you are a um phenom if you are the same fighter in each weight division and phenom meaning you are knocking them out in every division moving up or down okay which is where you know these stanking pound for pound lists come from which uh, i will visit um in a little bit right but um that's you know that's what all of these that's what the whole thing is about right so in sugar not really you know bringing no faces and the only faces that you, y'all may see in the place are women who have already done it. And we've stepped out the game, and now we can sit back and talk about it and talk about our body of work, right? I, that you know, that, that's who. That's who, of course, um, is. I have the. I will have the honor of of having the presence and sharing their presence with my audience. But these up and comers or these people that still. Um, shimmy in, in the, game, nah, 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 you got to still prove yourself. So, um, Marissa Portillo wasn't, a, a, wasn't a concern because she wasn't somebody that could, uh, hurt Cecilia with only having the 10.53 KO rate. Okay. And she was safe enough to keep, uh, Cecilia Bracos active. Okay. Terry Harper's last opponent was Hannah Rankin, who has a 16.67 KO rate, right? But the the thing between both uh, former opponents' KO rate is the value of opposition. Marissa Portillo's uh, receipt, or Skid Row, may not be as tough as Hannah Rankin's Skid Row right so we have to do a bit more research and dive a bit deeper um but uh the fact that terry harper fought hannah rankin um aside from any other contender valid contender in the division is because Hannah Rankin has a name, but she only has a 16.6 um, K.O. rate. And if you box in somebody who only has a 16.6 or, you know, is below is below 20 in their K.O. rate, if you're boxing them and, and, and you know, keeping your distance, you're pretty much safe. Right. They're not going to, Those are not the those, you know, the one punch uh type of fighter that you know if they lay their hands on you at any point they'll hurt you. And so you that's how you read that KO rate type of thing. Um so uh let's see. Um Cecilia Bracus's KO rate um was uh 23.8%. Okay, and and that is uh Cecilia Breakus has a great skid row, okay? Great skid row, but you will see that there was a lot of fandangling dangling in uh, how she KO'd her, her uh, opposition, okay? And the same thing, uh, Ter- Terry Harper, 40% KO rate, but who was she KOing, okay? Who did she KO? She KO'd, uh, you know lesser opposition in a lesser weight okay so that's the that's the gag right you got can two uh two supposed to be thick contenders at 154 pounds if you're at 100 as a guy at 154 pounds you got to be able to hurt something or set something the hell down right and so these broads ain't sitting nobody ass down, at no 154 pounds, but yet they have names, and yet they're they're um, supposed to be these great contenders, these great uh, champions that are being matched up, that are making money in the weight in this weight division. It's for right? That's the gag about this matchup, right? Ain't none of these two worth their salt in the 154 weight division. Yeah, I said it, right? It's the sugar show. Show me better than you can tell me, though, ladies, right? Start, I mean, it, you, you still got time. The bad lady ain't got much time, but, you know, she got enough time, okay? Um, Her most impressive fight that I saw was when she fought Callie Ray's Um, because she had to stand up in that fight. She wasn't fighting in her backyard. And Callie was the one that uh, Kelly Ray's had her kiss the, uh, kiss the canvas, right? First time not fighting in her backyard. First time without the protection of the referee. Okay. And she there kissing canvas. So that really showed the quality of who she is as a fighter, right? And, um, it looked like Callie backed up off of her. Um, but you know, look at that fight Callie Rage versus Cecilia Brekus. it exposes a lot. And then, you know, Terry Harper here, um, she she still has to prove herself at, at this um 154 division. Um she, she, girl Terry, tw- twenty-six, you 26 years old, you're 13. One and one, you got to build some numbers up at 154 before you can uh, really rally hard at 154, right? And then before you can make money for being a 154 fighter. This is what I, this is the thing, right? This is the thing that we need to talk about in women's boxing. Where does the value come from, right? Your value as a fighter comes from your performance, right? And you can't bring a performance from a lesser weight division into another weight and into a a heavier weight division. You can't do that. That's cheating, right? That's that's um you know that that's me uh, giving you um. I mean, you were gold in one division and then now that you're still gold in that division, but you can't pay. It ain't the same currency when you get up to 154. Right. You may have to pay in diamonds to, to have some kind of value. Right. So you can't use that same gold that you got in a, in another division and, and make that kind of money you got to you, you, you got to um build your value and become a diamond in 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 the other division that's how that works right it it's women's boxing is riddled with um the idea of becoming a celebrity fighter instead of becoming an authentic champion it is quite possible right um Let's get this popularity contest thing gone, because don't nothing move but the money, right? And once the the, once these it becomes a celebrity thing, it takes the value out of the blood that's shed in the ring. Um. So this the this matchup is a topic. But uh, the other gag is about this matchup: is the contract has not been signed, and the contract has not been signed. Uh, that, you know, y- you check box rec, right? Boxrec is the um, is the database, and if it is not, if it is not shown on both contenders or both fighters' um, receipt that you know this fight is going down the contract has not been signed and so there is no record there's it's there's no highlighted in yellow that they're going to fight each other so this is just i don't know if this is just some kind of bait to draw attention to them or what but i'm sick of it you know i am gagging off of this right because these two contenders are not that great for us to be hankering and and waiting for them to 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 match up to fight right either you're gonna do it either either you're gonna do it ladies either you're gonna get freaky or not right and that's how that works um either way you know this is this is a a great um idea to toy with And I would love for you guys to drop comments, or I would love to hear about what you guys out here think about this potential matchup, because it has not been inked, okay? And um, what I notice nowadays about women's boxing is, um, you know, before anything else happens, like, it's, it's, it's all scheduled now. Now there's a schedule. Uh, So-and-so is fine, so is her now, so-and-so is fine. And and it never used to be like that, right? There there never used to be such a uh, um, orchestrated schedule of um, women's matches because there were um, the results and there were so many different performances and contenders out there that um, any fight, could be a great fight, right? Now, this is just, um, you know, at this point, they're just putting names together, which um, I, I think we, you guys can, uh, who, who, the these promoters who are doing this can do a lot better. Women's boxing, get your get your reputation back, get your face back, get your get your wallet back, right? Because I see where we're giving it away. We're giving it away. It's it. the The sad thing about women's boxing, and I'll say it, is um, women's boxing always will always be weak to hype. Will always be weak to getting attention, right? And I guess that's the downfall of any of the typical broad, the typical woman, right? she'll um she'll strut her stuff just to get attention right and and have an empty damn purse because she thinks somebody out there gonna buy her a drink where the gag is right what grandmama damn where auntie them taught me was strut your damn stuff and buy your own drink right and the one who can buy you a better drink and more drinks than you can buy for yourself is who gets your attention and you treat whoever's doing that really nice so they can give you some more right so that's you know that that that's really the um that's really the mentality that women's boxing needs to develop now we need to get we need to fill our own purses up Right? and and so and and not be out here trying to get the attention of um the promoters and these people putting the fights together without having no money in our purse and and, and nothing to um nothing to take care of ourselves or add, and having no value in ourselves right we can't do that we can't do that no more there's no there's no longevity in it there's none. You become a mascot after a while. And so, um, lovely assistant, I'm hoping that you're still with me. Okay. Um, Give me the other image. Please, please, please give me the other image. Okay. So, and now we're talking about this fight, which I brought up before, but guess what? This fight's inked. Yes, y'all. Th- it's going down. Uh, Michaela Meyer versus uh, Christina Lindarthur. But the thing about it is, I um, I forgot to make note of when the date is. But that's for y'all. This is this is the thing about that, right? I want y'all to take interest. Google them. Google these broads, right? Google this fight. You, the the date will come up, and a lot more. Right, a lot more stuff will come up, and then you'll 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 learn a little bit more about uh, these two. Okay, so um, just run running down the deets on these on these ladies here. Okay, so um, uh, on the left, on the yeah, on the far left, we have uh, Michaela Meyer. Okay, who she. Is a, a top contender in in her weight, um, in in the lightweight division. Okay, and she recently lost her val- her her crown, her title ship, um, as a top lightweight, um, as as a top, as a lightweight champion, to Alicia Bumgardner. Okay, and. Um, in doing that now, it, it it because she didn't add to her value previously when she was champion. Um, you know she she was doing it the Fegazi way. She was she was fighting um, orchestrated matches, matches that were safe, protected mass, matches, and all of that stuff. Uh, when she lo- lost her title because, you know what you if you're a champion people got to believe that you're a champion okay um when she fought um alicia Bumgarner, alicia Bumgarner beat her before i i would say beat her before they even got into the ring because alicia Bumgarner through her words and her actions and her confidence convinced the crowd the spectators that she was the better one, she was the best, and so by the time fight time came, uh, Michaela Meyer also performed as though she started to believe Alicia too that Alicia was the better woman in the ring, where she didn't yeah, she didn't let loose like the champion should, and she didn't dominate like the champion should. So Alicia Baumgartner took her title. And now Michaela Meyer is learning or is is feeling what her opponents felt like um what would she put her uh contenders through right? She turned some real good contenders into uh, opponents that were casted to the side after they fought her, which is now she's fighting to not get casted to the side um because nobody remembers how good uh, Michaela Meyer is what is. Nobody remembers the champion that she is. No, nobody remembers how scary she is in the ring because she never really convinced anybody besides uh, what her team and what her backers orchestrated on paper. Okay? So that's how that worked. Michaela Meyer is uh, 17 wins. One loss, zero draws. Okay, so no draws. Uh, Of the 17 wins, uh, five of them are KOs. Okay, and her one loss is to Alicia Baumgartner. Michaela Meyer is ranked number one in the USA as a lightweight. So she's ranked number one. And she's ranked number two in the world. So box wreck you're telling me that of all there are no lightweights in the world that would um you know be comparable or because i mean if michaela meyer loses right she's got to she, she's got to go down a couple rungs on the ladder you're telling me that there are no lightweights that should be ranked above her in order to possibly get an opportunity at challenging the champion, right? She loses, so then she goes to number uh, one. She loses, then she only becomes two in the world. It doesn't, that's not how rankings work, box rack, right? We gonna talk about y'all, right? So that's not how that works, okay? Um, There are other lightweight contenders. There are, right? But now the whole thing has turned into a celebrity type of deal, which is what the gag is, right? We want to stop that. We want to stop that. Um, Her last opponent is Alicia Baumgartner. The ranking of this opponent is a five-star. Alicia Baumgartner is a five-star opponent okay and she lost to her so okay the the, there there is no harm in a loss against a great contender there's none okay so i'm i'm not devaluing devaluing michaela um but what what i want to bring the attention that i want to bring to this is right michaela you done lost your spot right so you were a champion you're not number 1 now right i would say maybe number 4 right give even if the others aren't as great let them prove that they may not be as great as you box rec and all of these other um commission and sanctioning bodies let 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 the the, the other contenders prove um that they at least deserve a fight with the champion. Okay. Um and so Alicia Mumgarner's uh KO rate is 46.67 percent okay so and and in her last feature she shows that if if she puts her hands on you she can hurt you and she can put you down on that canvas. So that's very impressive. That adds value to a weight division. That adds value to a fighter because she's able to perform and prove that she is the dominant one. She's able to prove that she's the baddest broad, right? So if you beat that broad up, if you drop that broad, if you do something to that broad, that means you a bad broad too, right? Everyone maintains their value, and I like that. And I like that Alicia Baumgartner fought Ella McCald. What I thought that the person that I thought made um, made the lesser made the decision that was not good for them was Ella McCald. I, th- I think what Ellen McCollidge should have done is matured a little bit more, allowed herself to get stronger and allowed herself to um, learn a little bit more and, and, and have more experience in, in the craft and the generalship of fighting. Otherwise, um, it would have saved her um, getting her ass dropped so many times in that fight Uh, with Alicia Baumgartner that happened just recently, right? She's a good, she's, Ella McCollett can fight. She can box. She's a good fighter, right? But someday, yes, you know, and, and it's a, it's a, it's something, it's a lesson. It is truly a lesson that all fighters end up learning, right? You ain't as, you ain't as ready as you think you are right i think her coach somebody around her should have told her i would have told i said i i said it in the previous episodes ellen mccallid needed to wait a little bit longer or or she needed a little bit more experience before she fought alicia mongardner because she did not have she proved to herself that she had the skills and she she had the wherewithal to stand in there with uh high end with great contenders with um, the best where she, you know, she did it with, uh, Delphine Persoon. She handled her fight with Delphine Persoon exquisitely. Right. But when you're getting in there with someone who, um, can hurt you, who, who will drop you, you need, you need experience. You need to learn how to navigate that danger. Right. And so, um, she played herself there. But she's young, and she has time to come back. And hopefully, you know, with the right moves, she'll make them, and she'll get back uh, to where she's she's um, she's someone who is is um, a a great value in, in her in her division and and in um, being a contender and 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 bringing value to herself and those who she fights, right? I hope she doesn't, I hope this outcome for Ellen McAuley doesn't, isn't the um, start of a decline in her value and her name. And cause she still has great potential. Um. So then yeah i'm going to go into talking about uh the this monster christina linidarto which they call her medusa um and you know they get that story of medusa all wrong right medusa was medusa was a monster but she was a beautiful beautiful monster um it she the, the snakes in her hair and all of that stuff that was just someone's depiction of something they didn't understand. Okay, so um, Christina Linardato, uh, she she was off for for um, a bit, even though she, I think her last fight was in 2022, I think the earlier parts. Um, Her record is 14 wins, uh, 2 losses, and 0 draws. I failed to make mark of how many KOs she has. But this one, uh, Christina Linadarto is, um, regardless of the KOs, she's a very, um, how can I say, her value is not her KO rate. Her value is heard that she's a difficult person to fight she's a difficult person to fight and and it's it's because she is a true fighter okay her temperament she's a choleric fighter she's unconventional in her approach and she's relentless okay uh she's ranked number one in greece okay and i'm not sure how many greek female fighters there are, but bring them on. I'd love to see more. I'd love to know what the what they the playing field is over there. I think Shula might take a trip. Okay. Um and then she's ranked number fifth in the world, Christina Elena D'Arto. And this is at um I believe this is super lightweight at 140. Right? So between uh light uh 135 pounds and 140 pounds so these two are will be fighting I believe at um 100 either I think they'll be fighting at either 135 or 140 140 pounds okay and this it's a step up it it is a a step up from Michaela Meyer because it looks like Michaela Meyer is gunning for the you know the, the celebrity White, a celebrity matchup between her and Katie Taylor, which would be interesting. It would be, it would definitely be interesting to see um, a match between Katie Taylor and um, Michaela Meyer. Yeah, that's a good match. Um, it'd be a good match to see uh, Michaela Meyer versus Amanda Serrano. It would be. Yeah, I think it's time, Michaela. You can step up. You can do these things and get some weight on you, okay? Uh eat, eat a couple more bites of whatever it is that you got on your plate, baby. You can, right? Uh, you're long and and you got the you got the body type. You're rangy, so you got you got the this The frame to carry a little bit more, um, you know, a a little more cushion for whatever you're trying to push. Okay. Um, And so Christina's last, Christina Lenadarto's last opponent, um, his name is Alexandra Vuvik, I think, right? Vujovik, I'm sorry. Y'all know I'll tear a name up, and it's it's no disrespect, sister, okay? And I looked at um, Alexandra's um, receipt, and a name jumped out, which is quite interesting. Uh, Alexandra fought um, a a fighter by the name of um, Anais Sanchez, right? But the gag is here is Anais Sanchez, is a high end opponent. She um, she her people then has am- given her a, a record or, or has orchestrated a record to where she looks. I think she's like 21 and four or something like that. but they have amassed a record where she looks like she's a, 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 a champion material right but then you look on her record and you see that she's fought people oh and four or or two wins and uh eight no two win 20 losses you know them four and 40 type fighters right that's when you look and then you start seeing names like um uh, for instance um other fighters um Who else? Um, who who is on um, a nice Sanchez's um, hit um, receipt? Goodness, I should. I um. Well, Sandy Ryan. Um, you've got uh, Chantel Cameron on her list. Um, you've got uh, Jessica McCaskill. You've got names of champions. On this high-end opponent's list, where you know you can tell on her receipt that she was just paid to be a number on uh, on a record to be orchestrated um, for you guys to uh, feel like you're you're paying for a quality uh, opponent or a, a, a quality contender, which is not the case. Okay. Um, so, this one, that one was, you know, that it, it. They did well. They did well in in. They did well in in putting that one, in on on um everyone's receipt, right? Because you'd have to dig, and you'd have to know, you'd have to know what you're you're dealing with, or you have to know what you're looking for. It. In, in that case, okay, but okay, high end opponent, uh, Christina Lenadarto's KO record is uh 6.67 percent, I believe. Um, let me just double check that that may not let's see, yeah, yeah, so uh 6.67 percent. That doesn't mean she didn't beat the crap out of who she had in front of her. And the thing about Christina uh, Lenardato is um, she was she is a um, she is I I don't want to call her a journey woman, but she had she would be because or uh, she's a road warrior, not a journey woman. She's a road warrior. Um, because she, she's the one that she has gone out there and extended herself and taken all the risks to fight people in their own hometowns, fight people in their backyards. She's never been on her, her own porch in a fight. And so that really also affects the outcome of a match. Of a fight, okay. So this six point six seven percent may not reflect the true potential and value of this fighter, Christina Linadarto, which is why I don't know. I think Mayor might be after fighting Alicia Baumgardner, then to fight Christina Linadarto. She she probably should have um, taken a break and and fought somebody who she could extend herself against but not be in the position where she can potentially get beat up or hurt right a contender that would um help her build her confidence not a tomato can but a contender that would help her um solve a lot of her confidence issues if if you guys um If you guys can connect with what I'm trying to convey, Michaela Meyer has a lot of confidence issues because she's been well protected. Right. So say we have an onion, right? The, um, the, her contenders or the, the people they put in her, in the ring now with Michaela Meyer, the layers need to start being peeled back so michaela meyer needs to will experience um less and less and less protection and the the the, as the protection goes her confidence will build because then she will understand that she does have the tools to to fight a good fight and to to fight um opposition um dangerous opposition okay um and that's all, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I, I look forward to this, this matchup. Um, I think there is more value in this matchup than in the previous matchup that uh, you guys saw. That's what the gag is, right? Um, Terry Harper versus Cecilia Breikas. Um Ain't no juice in that orange. You finna squeeze a dry orange. You ain't gonna get no juice. But now, uh, Michaela Meyer versus Christina Lenadarto. Oh, things might get a little juicy in there. I would like for y'all to tune in and give a key eye, keen eye to how this thing turns out because this one is a pretty good matchup. Congratulations, Michaela, for stepping up. I really commend you on that. Um, I don't know if it's you or Coach Al who's decided to do that but the papers have been signed and so yeah kudos girl and lena Darton. um this is your chance right this is your chance to uh also bring value to your name and and to shine as one of the more one of the more dangerous contenders in this uh super lightweight lightweight division so bravo ladies i look forward to this thing happening um so uh lovely assistant what we got next what we got next what we gonna talk lovely assistant hey okay it says pound for pound y'all it says pound for pound so i told y'all we was gonna go and i'm not gonna show no faces we just gonna talk about this we're gonna talk about this we're gonna talk about this okay um, it, it came up the, the ESPN pound for pound, uh, women's pound for pound list came up, right? And where were where the, the names at? Okay. So the ESPN pound for pound list came up and I ought, I just beg to differ. Okay. I am going to, um, I am going to recite the ESPNs pound for pound uh, women's boxers list. These are the women in the world, in the world, Craig, um, that ESPN, who is, um, I like to go off of ESPN because ESPN is a um, common media source. So everyone's looking at ESPN, right? everyone looks at it and and so the the the, the conscience the the consciences or this you know the 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 um most of most of those who are into sports um they go off of espn okay and so um, the ESPN women's boxing pound for pound list goes as this, okay? We're going to start from the lower end to the top. So at number 10, they have Natasha Jonas, okay? So Natasha Jonas, I think did Natasha Jonas is the undisputed women's middleweight champion okay so she fights at 154 pounds and she got all the all the belts okay she's the broad to beat okay then at number nine we got franchon cruz franchon cruz just became the undisputed women's i think light is it light heavyweight champion i know it ain't heavyweight no no sorry not light heavyweight super middleweight champion okay which is the division i think clarissa had it when she first started and uh clarissa started coming down to a to a leaner weight okay so Franchon cruz went up uh, and 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 safely has um gotten this the title of undisputed super middleweight champion in her possession okay And then at number eight, they have uh, Sinesia Estrada, who is, I believe, Sinesia Estrada is Bantamweight. Okay, so 122, I think, 122, or Super Bantamweight. Uh, And Sinesia Estrada is one of the, I would say is uh, uh, one of the best women's um, boxers out here. Um, So, but they put her at number eight. She's in a smaller weight division and from what i see she has not been fighting she she need to go down to mexico she need to go down to argentina she need to go over to them asian countries where they got them baddies in the lesser weights right because in north america here in europe they used to over in um germany uh, Susie, Susie Kentiken or something like that. They used to have some great um, women contenders in the lesser weight classes in Germany, but it's been decades since that, right? So Senecia, in order to make your name, you you got to go down into the belly of the beast. You got to go down into the trenches and, and and come up with some contenders that's going to show um, the, the crowd and going to show the audience and the fans that uh you, you're worth your weight in you know you bring value to that weight division and it is a division that they should be interested in and want to pay their money uh to to see who is the bad who is the lady that it behaves the baddest okay um at number seven espn has chantel cameron who is uh i i would say I would say um, she's she's one of the better contenders. She's a great she now she's undisputed a light welterweight champion. So at 140 pounds, okay, she has all the belts and uh, she's her performances have been solid. Okay, so I I, I like what she's doing, um, and like I said, um, she, she her her victory over Jessica McCaskill. Because Jessica McCaskill thought she could come down, and, um, and and be the the undisputed. She thought she was she was better or the best, so she went down to 140, and Chantel Cam- Cameron beat her up. So in in doing that, um, she technically should not still she should not be the 147 champion belt holder anymore. Um, at number six on the ESPN list is Michaela Meyer, who we just talked about. Michaela Meyer is a good contender. Uh, she has a she she's got a pretty decent receipt skid row. Um, it's just that uh, she, she, she her value is in question. Okay, so she now has to prove her value. Um, at number five. ESPN has Jessica McCaskill. And so um, th- this is, this is you know, top five, pound for pound. And I'm not sure why they put uh, Jessica McCaskill at number five, th- top five in the world. Um, it, just in her recent matchups, I just don't, the only person who would, would be a a, a contender, a, a notable contender as of recently, um, with Jessica McCaskill is Chantel Cameron. She um, hasn't she, she hasn't fought opposition that would make her pound for pound uh, considerate at, at this point. Pound for pound, okay, that means in any weight division. This champion, this this person would perform and be champion material, right? That's what pound for pound means. Um, at number four, Alicia Bumgarner uh, is is rated number four by ESPN and she's Alicia Bumgardner is actually um, showing what her worth is, pound for pound, okay? so she's she's um face she has been facing high end champions, and she's been, she's been beating them up and, and, and she's knocked them down. So I I think, um, this, this Alicia Bongarner is a pound for pound, uh, fighter and, and, and champion. Um, at number three, there's ESPN ranks, Amanda Serrano, who, um, had a a really, really good fight performance against Erica Cruz. Erica Cruz is uh an amazing contender. Uh, amazing. It was a great fight. Um I uh, I think those two women added value to their division. I I think uh I, I commend Amanda Storano for giving erica cruz a contender like erica cruz a platform to show her value and 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 to make some good money because it it was uh, it was amanda serrano's porch after all and she could have she could have chosen a a a high-end uh opponent but she didn't so kudos um at number two espn has katie taylor who also had a, a fight over uh, last summer against Amanda Serrano, okay? And it was, it was pretty decent, um, I guess track star versus, then um, track star slash boxer versus boxer, you know, um, boxer, fighter, puncher, right? And so Katie Taylor, she's the dark. So, um, for some reason now, I think it's gone past it's you know it's it's gone past it's it's um expiration date, right I think Katie Taylor needs to do do some more, right um she's number two now on the list why um uh let's see katie taylor fight someone like erica cruz stand and fight right not run away Um, the the issue with katie taylor is katie taylor has brought this running into professional boxing you cannot run away from a fight That's why it's called professional boxing. It's not people used to people sit there talking about hit and don't get hit, hit and don't get hit. What are we talking about? Tag? Freeze tag? The fuck? It's a fight, right? It's hit and what you gonna do when they tried, or what you gonna do when you get hit, or what you gonna do about the hit. Right. You're going to block it. You're going. But you're not going to run. Right. You're going to slip it. You're going to roll it. What do you have? What's in your toolbox? Right. But, you know, flurry, running and running and, and hide and seek. That's not that's not what it is. Right. And and so Katie Taylor, she's now she has to she has to start fighting. Right. She has to start standing and defending her ground. And and, and defending ground and taking real estate in that ring instead of running away from from the fight. And then at number one, Clarissa Shields. So, sorry, Um, ESPN ranked uh, Clarissa Shields number one uh, on their pound for pound list. I would say um, I do agree with that because (laughs) um, Clarissa Shields has faced all high-end opposition every baddie that they said that they put in front of her right they haven't made anything up right her receipt consists of all the all the baddies that y'all thought she was that that y'all thought was bad, right? All the contenders that y'all thought was bad, she said, "All right, I'll fight them," and she beat all of them. So I would say, pound for pound, uh, that deserves the the spot number one. Um. Now. What I'm going to do is, you know, I'm I'm going to I'm going to share what my list is, okay? And maybe I should have gone into a bit more detail and put the the faces and you know, what it ain't too late. Um I think I'll probably do that on the next show you guys. That's probably what I'll do. Okay? Um we'll revisit the sugar pound for pound list. But um the gag for this is ain't nobody pay sugar Okay, I've done my homework. I've seen what's out there. I know what it is, right? So these are the names that I think are pound for pound right now, the best women out here uh, in, in the pool. Okay, these are the sharks. So at number 10, I do say Franchon Cruz is ranked number 10 for pound for pound. Yes. Um, she's she's always been out there and she's always um proven that uh she's a she's a tough nut to crack okay um at number nine i put shiniza estrada why because i like i said she's got to go down into the trenches into the into the belly of the beast and come up with some monsters right Uh, we we want to see she's a great great um fighter Right. But it's um, just being great and, you know, just being pretty doesn't add value to what the industry is. Right. This is this the fight game. So you got to fight. gotta you you gotta fight some contenders you gotta slay some dragons you gotta you know beat some monsters out here in order for you to maintain your value and and for us to continue to be interested especially girl you in that little girl you in that little woman weight division right ain't nobody really paying attention to women's bantam weights now i'm looking forward to a possible match coming up in in the distant future um between Sunisia Estrada and Ramla Ali. That would be good. Um Ramla's Ramla Ali's last performance though to me um wasn't the skillet, You know what I'm saying? It didn't hit nothing with me. Um because she was in front of someone who had far less experience and the way she managed and handled as um that that opponent was um uh, was not the caliber uh that I think deserved to be on that big card, um which was the undercard of um it was the undercard of um uh Amanda Serrano and Erica Cruz as well as Alicia Baumgartner and um um uh Ella McCollid, right? So was on that undercard. But um I I think uh, I think Ramla you could have you could have saved that fight for to be on a, a lesser um, card. No one wants to see you practice, right? We want to see you get in there and uh, show why you're an expert at what you do. Um and so, moving on. Uh, number eight on the sugar pound for pound list is Natasha Jonas. Okay, so um, I, I've given Ada. She probably deserves to be a little higher, but um, there are just too many other baddies on the list that are doing a bit more. To you know, for for her. For me to, you know, give her a higher spot, but um, nonetheless, Natasha Jonas has has been very impressive so far since she's been middleweight, and I, I look forward to her also bringing some um, some good contenders to the 154 division and showing why she is the cream of the crop in that middleweight division um number seven i give it to savannah marshall yeah like what happened y'all savannah marshall was supposed to be the the, the second coming and after clarissa beat her y'all forgot about her she's a Look how quick y'all throw Savannah Marshall into the bargain bin, right? Ain't y'all typical, right? But I still remember Savannah Marshall. And I think Savannah Marshall, I think she does deserve to be on the pound for pound list. I think what happened in uh, the fight between her and Clarissa Shields is a matter of, um um, it, it's a matter of her not having the right fit of who's preparing her and having the right fit of who is, is helping her to develop into uh, the fighter or the, the, the style and, and, and the, the, um, the generalship that suits Savannah. Marshall, right? She didn't need to go in there fighting like no damn Tyson Fury. She needed to go in there fighting like Savannah Marshall. And until she finds herself, she's going to run into the same issues over and over. Right. So I know she's I I know she right now is in recruit uh, recluse. Um, It's hard. It's tough. This this one right here, it goes on the books. Right, this is one of it. It was a mega fight, and some people um, bet bet the house on her, and she lost. And so, um, what what was what is a, a a fight that what is a fight you know that happened uh, a month ago, two months ago to us is is a life changing event to Savannah Marshall. So. Um, I take no value I, I don't I take no value from Savannah Marshall. She is a uh she, she is a pound for pound uh fighter. I just um I, I hope she I hope she resets and comes back um and find herself. At number six, Sugar has Alicia Baumgardner yeah so uh, Alicia she's on the list she's proven it she's proven it she's she's she is uh pound for pound one of the baddest broads out here right she's sitting people ass down at number five I gave Amanda Serrano yeah I did um I don't know I, Amanda Serrano you you are a tough fighter you're a good fighter. Um, I need to see a couple more contenders. Um, I need to see you fight a couple more good contenders, um, for you to get up there uh, higher, you get up there among these, these, these other broads, these other bad baddies that I'm about to name. Um, take nothing, take no value from Amanda Serrano. She, uh, um she's a fighter and she don't run away from no fight. And I love that. I just, um, I want to see her bring more value to, to what she's doing, right. To, to, to the game. Um, I, I gave uh number four spot to Katie Taylor. Why? Because she's just a darling. <laughs> and I know y'all would uh, out there, y'all would think that I just, have something against T- Katie Taylor. I don't. Um, I I actually um, respect the fact, like I said, she has merged track and field and boxing into a, a, a style that has been successful. But I don't think that style would be as successful if she didn't have Eddie Hearn and she didn't have all that money behind her right so um at number four i don't know i'm just getting bored of it now katie um you're you're pound for pound because no one has has um cornered the mouse yet has solved the problem of the you know outrunning the road runner um so you're you're on the list with that but yeah, I, um let, let, let's add a little bit more now. Let's add a little bit more to what you got to offer. Um, change, the, change your game up a little bit, uh, Katie. Uh, at number three, I put Chantel Cameron. Why I put Chantelle Cameron at number three is, watch this broad fight, okay? The way she fights, if you put her in any division, she will have the same success. She is great at executing a strategy. She knows herself in that ring. She's determined. She's focused. She is. Um, I like. She, even though she's, even though she's a, a, you know, she, she's still wet nose. Okay, she's still a little wet in the nose. She conducts herself. Um, like a mature broad in there. She's she's mature. She knows how to handle herself. She knows how she, she knows when to fight. She knows when to bang. She knows she just knows how to put it together. And I look forward to her maturing off of what she's doing right now. And I think that is going to keep her as a pound for pound champion and contender for a very long time. Um, because she knows herself and she's learning the game enough to know it. Um, do, 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 Oh man. Um, at number two, did I miss this? this? I must yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So boom, 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 boom. We're going to keep it going. Um. Number two, I'm going to just, I'm going to throw it out there. Layla McCarter. Yeah. Y'all haven't heard much about this, this crone. This crone hasn't fought. Um, They're trying to, you know, they're trying to have people forget about who this crone is. But I would say pound for pound, proven, battle-tested. Layla McCarter is right now um, ranked number two in in in, of all the women who's boxing right now. Layla McCarter, y'all check her out, okay? She's been in this game. She's a chrome. She I think she's a damn dragon in the game, but no one will touch her with a ten foot pole, okay? She's 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 the booger man, booger woman, right? They. That's everyone's uh, got got, uh, that fright about uh, Layla McCarter. Um, And then at one, I do agree that Clarissa Shields is pound for pound the best. Um, It just shows. She finds a way to win. She's been in there with all sorts. And she'll solve the problem. And you'll see her solve the problem. Right. And she has gotten sat down. She's been dropped and she's gotten up and solved the damn problem and winning. Okay. She's been hurt. She solved the problem and said, okay, you hit hard. So what I'm still going to win this fight. Okay. And that's the moxie for a number one pound for pound, uh, fighter. They're going to find a way to win, and they will always figure it out, and they will always come out on top. That's pound-for-pound pound swag, okay? So, I mean, that Sugar's pound-for-pound pound list. Um, we may revisit it for the next show, okay? You guys tune in. Um, it's so, lovely assistant. Uh, what else we got? Because I know we got something else It's coming on to the day we're making the we making the last stretch so um lovely assistant. Come on wake up wake up what we got. lovely assistant. Uh, I thought we were I, you know, I thought we were, I, I thought she was going to keep up with me tonight, but um. I, I guess I gotta wait on you. Well, I can't wait for too long. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go into what we're gonna be talking about um for this last stretch. Okay. So for the last stretch, we're gonna talk about box wreck. Yeah, y'all. So box wreck done got served. Yes. They going to court. Um and I, I'm just going to mention the, this um, fighter because uh, Ivana Habazin's manager and promoter is who has served um, Boxrec. Um, they filed a federal civil lawsuit in uh, the U.S. District Court. So they come in over here, right? Because I think Boxrec is based over here. Um, and, and they done told them people on, on Box rec saying they not doing right. They've said, um, they've also uh, filed this, this um, lawsuit, this suit against the ABC, which is the Association of Boxing Commissions. So all the commissions, right, serve under the ABC. Excuse me, and and so um, the ABC, among other specific um, lists of commissions, have are a part of um, being served this lawsuit because um, the grounds is uh, box wreck is recognized as the boxing industry's official record keeper okay if it's if it happened it's on box wreck. if it's gonna happen it's on box wreck. if it was supposed to happen but didn't happen it's on box wreck um Emmanuel Goodson. I've been talking here the whole time. Ain't nobody chiming. But Emmanuel Goodson says, hello from Ireland. Hey, baby. You put such a smile on my face. Thank you for chiming in. From Ireland. That sounds that sounds uh, that sounds like a good trip. Well, what's going on over there in Ireland? Right? And, and tell, tell me what um, brings you to sugar tonight, please, please. Um, I, I love that I have you here on, on, on the show and, and, and you chimed in for my company. Uh, Emmanuel said, okay, so you asking the questions. All right, I'll give you what you want. Where, at, where are you from? Okay, so I'm, I'm over here on the east coast of the world um I, i'm i'm in the united states right now right but i go from different countries sometimes but right now i'm in the united states um and i'm a southern caribbean uh Canadian, uh up north gal okay so you'll you'll hear a little bit of everything from your sugar um e- emmanuel goodson say i stay awake all night Ooh. Doing what you 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 got to well I'm I'm glad because I like to stay awake all night too, Emmanuel. Um Emmanuel Goodson says, says, Oh, you're a globe trotter. Yes, I've trotted the globe. I've um and I've done that uh particularly as a fighter. Um, I've done it as a fighter, and so this is my platform uh to talk about uh my career and, and 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 my experiences and 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 what the perspective of globe trotting as a woman boxer as a female uh fighter in the game um at you know what, what what the life is really like and 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 what it means to to make money and and to to build your value in your name um behaving badly all over the world. Um, so, no, not MMA, Emmanuel Goodson. I'm boxing. Um, Emmanuel, this is say I like Jamaican grannies. Do you? Huh? Well, listen, I, I had one of the best Jamaican grannies. Yeah. My granny, uh, my grand, my, my family's Jamaican. I was raised by my Jamaican granny who, um, also relocated to the United States and and her friends were um, befriended some of the baddest uh, women, old grannies in the game. And I learned a lot from them and I took a lot of what I learned from them into the fight game and and it made me wise and it made me the baddie that I ended up being and and who I am today. So um, not only did I learn to fight, you know, um, from from gladiators who were boxers, but I learned to fight from those grannies and from those women who who uh, taught me, in their own way, how to um, be a woman and bathe badly and, and 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 do it, um, do it in the best way possible. Um, Emmanuel Goodson says, Foxy boxing is cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got Foxy boxing. We got all kinds of boxing, right? Um, I, I always say that styles make fights. I ain't the only broad that have ever done it, right? There's all different personalities who, that I want uh, you guys out there, like you, people like you who are curious, Emmanuel uh, Goodson, uh, Godson. Um, about boxers and boxing, right? Um, so yeah, uh, Emmanuel says Jamaicans and Irish have compatible sense of humor, right? No, tell the truth, it, it's true. And our like our Patua kind of sounds Irish too. We have a lot. We um we have. Uh, as a matter of fact, there were um, a. a a good amount of Irish influence and Irish um, community that came to Jamaica. Um, I believe where were, is it, are, were they in St. Elizabeth? I'm not sure, but th- there's still a community of Irish people in Jamaica, and um, it it still you know the 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 Irish patois still comes out, and it still it influences who we are out of many, one people. Out of many people, one. And that's what the um, message of uh, Jamaica is. And that's why everybody loves Jamaica and everybody loves to come down in Jamaica because it's it's just a wonderful, organic fusion of everything good, of everyone who's, who's ever been there. Um, Emmanuel says, you'd probably kick my ass I have never had a fight in my life you would wanna i listen emmanuel i don't i don't necessarily want to fight i get paid i like to fight um and i get and i get paid to fight but i wouldn't think about fighting somebody right off the bat i like to get to know uh my people that chime in and i like to get to know you before i think about fighting you now well, I would love to chat with you about what kind of fight you do like, right? You like it rough, you like it smooth, right? You like it soft, you like it hard. Like, tell me what kind of fight you like, right? <laughs> because really, that's what it is. Um, the 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 type of fighter you are is just like the type of lover you are. Yeah, the styles make fights, okay? And it's all about the performance. Um, Emmanuel says, uh, "We were slaves too, sent to the West Indies. Yes, yeah, so Irish. There were Irish slaves, and I th- I think the Irish slaves were sent to um, uh, Barbados, and Irish slaves from I, I know were sent to Jamaica. And it may have been other um, places in the Caribbean, but yeah, y'all y'all are tied on a tie up with we." So, you know, ain't no harm, no foul. Um, I think uh, a lot of our stuff uh, just just mesh and meld together. Um, Emmanuel says, I like the fights where I don't get hit. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's the, it's the hit it's sometimes when you get hit, it it ain't the it ain't the hits that hurt. Okay. Sometimes you can get the hits that feel good, right? It all depends on the fight that you decide to 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 get into. That's why I like to talk. Like you done got sugar started, right? I'm here talking about I was here talking about box wreck being in trouble, and now you done got me uh chatting about what what I like fight, right? And the different types of fight. Yeah, so now styles make fights. And even in the ring, I've, I've, um, you finesse, right? So, you know, in front of your opponent, you have opponent, not everything. That's the thing about people think fighting someone in front of you, um, everything hurts, everything hard, everything is, is bad. No, there are some good parts in the fight. Right? There's some good parts where you move in, right? And what it is is you get somebody, you get the person in front of you moving in the same ry- rhythm and you ah, right? And ah, uh, and and what happens is the person in front of you, they don't realize it, but they get caught up in your rhythm because it feels good. Yeah. Because it's all about rhythm. The greatest says it. The best the 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 real goat said it sugar ray robin says boxing is about rhythm, right? And so if you get somebody in your rhythm, that shit feels so good, and then pop you catch them, right? But then sometimes you get them in a rhythm and you get close and you come out and you get close and you come out and you make them feel good getting close and then pop. <laughs> That's how that works right? So it ain't all bad. All the hits don't hurt, right? But you got to watch out what you getting, what you opening up yourself to get hit with. That's the thing. Um, Emmanuel says we forgive history. Um, I The strength is to forgive history. The strength is forgiving history. Um, but we don't forget And what we do is we learn because you ain't going to catch me with that same shot. Right. You you ain't going to hurt me like you did before. Right. And I'm not going I'm not going to open myself up for you to hurt me like you did before. And that's how we forgive. And that's how we learn in history. And, uh, you know, we hope in, in for both parties that the other party who did the harm understands what the effect of that harm has done and is willing to um, show accountability and grow with the person or grow with those that have been harmed and learn a bit more about those that they've harmed and respect them. Because that's really all uh we want in the end um to to be acknowledged and respected for our culture and who we are um emmanuel says do you know katie taylor irish champion she's a good girl listen emmanuel you might you might lose a friend right now i do know katie taylor and i was just talking about katie taylor katie taylor is a good girl Katie Taylor is a, a good champion. Uh, like I said, styles make fights. So Katie Taylor has managed to merge track and field and boxing together. Yeah, so her style, I'm, I'm not too fond of her style, okay? Um, but she's quite an accomplished um, woman in boxing. She's done a lot um, in, in, in elevating uh Irish women in boxing where she's paved away for for these for these gals and a, a lot more talent has come it's coming out of Ireland and 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 people are now paying attention to the the, the value of Irish women behaving badly um, Due to Katie Taylor, not to say that there weren't uh, Irish women previously. Um, I think Deidre got got something like Deidre. There, there was old school Irish women whooping ass, but Katie Taylor um, has made herself into a commercial darling that everyone knows and and remembers. Um. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel says you're too good looking to be a boxer. <laughs> Thank you, Emmanuel. Eh, that means a lot, um, from from the from another part, another part of the world that you think, uh, I'm I'm good looking. I really appreciate that. And you know what? Sugar was a fighter, so it took it it. I had to be good at what I did to maintain this good look, right? So thank you, I appreciate it. This is a, this good looking is just, I think it's a result of um, the person that I have uh, grown to be in in being a, a woman and a fighter. Um, because uh, Raw Dahl is one of my favorite um, authors, and he's a kid author, and he said something, there there was something that I'll never forget, um, he wrote, when I was, and I read when I was a little girl, and it says your thoughts, you become your thoughts, um, Yeah, your thoughts project from your, um, you know, you look like your thoughts, so if you think horrible things, or if you think ugly thoughts, you become ugly, right and and if you think uh good thoughts you are just as beautiful as those good thoughts and so i think that's that's the thing that has maintained me um emmanuel goodson says never forget in caps never forget and emmanuel says so you're a professional ducker nah baby um check my record that's one thing I, was, I would say, check Natalie, Sugar Brown, Natalie, Too bad Browns record, ain't nobody ever ducked over here, right? Um, I knocked them flat on their asses, right? If I could put my hands on you, you was going to kiss dirt or you was going to kiss canvas. And um, they ducked me. Sugar never ducked nobody. And then that's a, you know that's the story that's out here, okay? Look me up. Um, and I enjoyed that and I worked hard, even though yeah, no one took me up on my challenges, not many people. I do um, appreciate those women who did and who have taken me up on my challenges. I've had some good days at the office and I've had some bad days at the office, but I always showed up for work and I always, worked hard. Um, So we're going, I mean, Emmanuel, thank you. Thank you for checking in and thank chiming in and thank you for the chat. Thank you so much for staying up uh, and, and, and coming to see Sugar. Emmanuel says, my cat Levy says, meow to you. Ah, but wasn't what kind of meow was it what what kind of meow did your cat say i've been hearing a lot of stories about cats recently i think i might have to go get one um because and if and if a cat said meow to me that means um i'm getting some i'm getting some attention cuz you know cats they don't bother about nobody right and if you're a cat person that cat that cat run the show that cat naps that cat does what it wants to do it sleeps where it wants and you better not touch that cat if it don't want to be touched right cats are um cat cats I have that their own thing and way about them dogs you know dogs are are man's best friend and it's all about man but a cat uh you, you going to learn a cat Right? And, and that cat going to make sure you understand where what your place is in its world. <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, Emmanuel says, okay, I'll let you alone to talk now. Um, okay. Uh, Emmanuel comes in and also says, get a kitten. It's good for the soul. I will. I will. I, I think, and I guess, um, I, I guess what I need to do is I need to go to where the cat will choose me, right? Because I hear you don't choose the cat. The cat chooses you. I think that's just so cool. Uh, Emmanuel says, the cat will train you. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'm up to learn from. I've, I've always been uh, the type of person that has been um, game to learn from everybody and everything. I think that's what has made life so wonderful to me because I've been up and I've been down and I've been everything in between, but it it was the, it, it, the experience and learning from each experience is, is what has kept me going and is like, like uh, I said earlier is what has kept uh, me good looking, because I've always tried to have the best thoughts, uh, regardless of what I'm going through. Um, Because there's always, there's always, there's always something good about, um, there's always something good about um, the opportunities, good and bad, that you get to experience. Um, But yeah, so i'm you know i was here talking about box wreck okay and showed gone into two hours because um well emmanuel thank you for um checking in with me and your cat what's the cat's name levy and and, and the cat levy saying meow tell tell levy i said sugar give, sugar gives your cat some sugar um Emmanuel says, do you mind if I follow you uh, to pester you another day? You're fun. <laughs> Listen, you could come come see me. You're not pestering me, Emmanuel. Come come by and see me and come by and chat me up just like how you doing. Uh, I think you're fun too. Yeah, come see Suge. Follow Suge. Like, subscribe, and share all of y'all like like subscribe and share this sugar um it is just an honor and and uh absolute um privilege to to, to have the to, to have the company in the chat with someone uh, on the other side of, of the planet where you are so emmanuel goodness says i will go now all right baby but come back and see me sometime okay Mwah. um so yeah, I was talking about uh box rig and wreck and how um <laughs> Emmanuel didn't come back. Okay, I will go fish. Catch you again, missus. All right. Catch you later, Emmanuel. See you, babe. Box wreck then got they ass in trouble. All right. They done got served with papers. Okay. Um Ivana Hobbazin people them said it this is enough. Now, um, Sue, I don't know if you're watching, it's two hours in, okay? But um Sue Fox, who is the the woman behind the Bible of women's boxing, okay? Um, the WBAN, uh, Women's Boxing Archive Network, she was the one that went, she, w- she was the one who I first saw going on box wreck ass and said, no, they doing wrong, they doing wrong, and I'm going to put my foot on their neck, right? But, you know, when it's women's boxing and all of that stuff, no one really pays attention to uh, anything that any anybody representing the women's boxing has to say but you know Sue did her homework and she was digging and she was bringing things up she was bringing things up and let me tell you something in anything in life never think never ever think that your fight ain't worth something Sue been off she's uh, she was a fighter and you could tell she's a fighter right because when she decided that it wasn't fair and she was going to fight about it she did everything she needed to do to build the case and to make it valuable and so when she did that i think it gave the others i think it gave uh, Ivana's people them the 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 momentum to say yeah we want to speak on this and, and they got together their monies, and they got together their supporters, and they served BoxRec uh, with this lawsuit. Um, yeah, because, um, and this is what their grounds is. Their, comp- um, their complaint is they br- they're bringing charges accusing BoxRec for suppressing uh, certain pro-fight results in their database. Okay, so that they what they do is they conveniently don't update fights or conveniently leave certain things out of a fighter's record. And so then it starts to, um, you know, the box wreck is like the blue book. Right, the blue book of of like if you're selling a car, people come. But the blue book value is right. No matter how, no matter what you've done, you've put air condition, you've souped up, you put damn rims on the car. But if somebody's coming to you with the blue book value of that vehicle, they are taking away the value that you put into um, that vehicle that you're trying to sell. Okay, so that well box wreck is doing that with fighters. Now they're leaving out um, certain results. Okay, and they're and they're, they're misdocumenting certain results and these convenient mistakes now um, affects a fighters value directly, which is not fair, w- w- which is pretty much criminal okay because you're taking money out of someone's pocket and fighters whether you guys want to believe it or not that's how they professional fighters that's how they put food on their table right that's how they take care of themselves that's how they take care of their families right you don't do that you don't do that to people so um in doing that in 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 now uh vox rec manipulating somewhat um these results they they're affecting the market value of fighters who are a part of the inventory of their database and um you know, it, it just goes deeper and deeper because that affects the contract, that the, the affects the negotiation, that affects the earning, right? And all of those things, I mean, on paper, it, it means a lot, but also to a, a, a human being, someone who has sacrificed and, and put their life, signed their lives on the line to do this. You know it 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 can it can possibly even bring someone to suicide, right? because now your value no matter what you've done and and the politics of it has been manipulated to where this piece of paper determines um, you know what you put on what what you put on the table for your family that's uh that's slavery that's not fair that that that's that needs to be um that that needs to be uh justified there needs to be justice with that right and there needs to be some kind of checks and balances so um it looks like my lovely assistant it has checked out for the night because I had uh, I know that there is a good image that we had um, (laughs) Sue them Sue went and put them people up on her website a picture of they asked getting served the envelope and I just thought uh, the the audience would get a kick out of it because um, you know so the the thing about the thing about it is. We get so some people get so um complacent in their power. They get so um they, they feel like they're untouchable because they get so comfortable in the power that they have. And so when someone touches their ass, excuse me, um we gotta talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh lovely assistant you done woke up okay um yeah so this is the picture this is the this is the exact picture that sue put up there and that envelope with i didn't put that i put i was the one to put the red arrow but that's the envelope with the 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 servination (laughs) (laughs) that they going get. So they looking like they going, they having a time. I don't know what she's sniffing on. It looked like, it it looked like some, a a long sticky icky. If y'all know what I'm talking about, listen, I'm Jamaican. Okay. And I'm not saying that we all do it, but we know what it looked like. Okay. And so they look like she might, (laughs) a sticky icky, but that may not be it. Right. It's not it. It's not it, so don't y'all try to drag me down into this, okay? But the most important thing in this picture is that envelope, good, because they finna get served. She might have to pass that thing around. I think she might have passed that thing around after the servination, yeah, because now you got to speak up for what you're doing, right? It was a uh, um, it was a, a a complaint that consisted of. 102 pages okay so they got to read 102 pages worth of complaints and why they asked is getting taken uh to to um the US district court about what they're doing so uh I'm I'm going to stay keen and stay in tune um for what's going on with this matter, um, but it is very interesting because Rec, right? Rec has been doing this for some time now, and um, it, it's time for um, you know they, it's it's time for them to come to market. You know what I'm saying? And and they they need to now um, they they need to pay. and and pay and 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 buy and 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 make it fair make the make the scales balance out for for what they've done and how they've affected the this industry uh with with, you know the part they play not to say that they're bad box rec is a great source it it's a great source but i think now hands uh you know hands are getting filled with with that side money you know people are getting um, paid for favors and when whenever that starts to happen it just it's it's never good so that being said that's the sugar show tonight you guys thanks for chiming in Thanks my, thanks to my new friend from over in Ireland staying up all night with your sugar, okay, e- Emmanuel Godson, okay, and the rest of y'all who may be watching and, and just haven't chimed in, okay, like, subscribe, and share this sugar, like, subscribe, and share this sugar every Wednesday night. At around seven thirty, okay. Same times then got busy, um, but you know, sugar's face gonna always be in the place. So stick around for your sugar, okay? Uh, check out um, check out Fridays with the guys on the women's boxing um, uh, segment of of um, talk and fight, and so, you know, sometimes sugar'll chime in down there. So if you don't see me there, if you don't meet me on there, right? Come on, see me next Wednesday, okay? Like, subscribe, and share. But until then, bye-bye. Good night.